0: Welcome to Pushing Through. I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid BJ Armstrong. And BJ, I just got back from the East Coast. I am back now in L.A., but we got to talk about what's happening in MSG in New York, New York. But first and foremost, how you doing today?
1: Oh, man. Welcome back, Tate. We missed you in L.A. Yeah. The city, the state wasn't the same without you. <laughs> Well welcome back, my friend. Yes. We have a lot to get into today. We got a lot mm. of we have a lot of noise outside of the lines, which you love. <laughs> inside of the lines, I love. You love it. Yeah. And you know what? Let's get to it. Well,
0: let's get to it because uh this is sort of outside and in inside the lines, because it was a report that came out that the New York Knicks have decided that Kimba Walker, their starting point guard, is no longer their starting point guard and he is Out of the rotation. We talked about this starting unit. We talked about you know the Knicks trying to to hold home court. That's so important when you talk about a team and how good they really are and truly are. This year, they're trying to find themselves a little bit, BJ. So we've had that conversation before, but this is the first action item that we have seen. Tibbs makes an adjustment. We've had Tibbs on the show before. We love Coach Tibbs. So what do you see from this move, BJ? And what does it look like for the Knicks moving forward? Alec Burks is now the point guard in MSG.
1: You know, well, first of all, I want to pump the brakes here. Pump the brakes. I'll hit them. You know, this move is going to be one of one of two It's going to happen with this move. Either it's going to be a genius move, mm-hmm. and Tibb should deserve all the credit, or this is going to be a move that you said we knew what was the downfall of the New York Knicks. Oof. Okay, and the reason I say that is because of the following. Ta- we, we plan in an era now where your best players have to have the ability to control the game. Small ball era, which translates to guard play. Whether it's Steph Curry, whether it's, you know, Damian Lillard, you know, James Harden, Kevin Durant, DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball. You know, even though Giannis is a center, he he provides excellent guard play, Jokic, top 20 in assist, Chris Paul, so forth and so on. You need excellent guard play. Now we are, now we're taking an all-star caliber player, even though he hasn't been playing like an all-star there and Kemba Walker, we're taking him out of the lineup, taking him not only out of the lineup, we're taking him out of the rotation and we're replacing him with basically a scoring guard with him and Evan Fournier. And your primary ball handler, from what I can see from this microphone, the primary ball handler is Julius Randle. mm Now, Tate, either he knows something, and I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, Coach Tibbs, that he knows his team better than I do. I just haven't seen any teams thus far perform at a high level without excellent guard play. That's the first thing. Second thing, something doesn't seem right to me, Tate, From this standpoint, they signed Kimball Walker over the summer. Mm -hmm. He was a free agent. And Tate, 20 games or so into the season, he's out of the rotation after a free agency signing. Something doesn't seem right to me,
0: Tate. He started 18 of the first 19 games for the Knicks. And like you said, now officially out of the rotation. Rotation. Tibbs said, quote unquote, a tough decision to make, but you always have to do what you
1: think is best for the team. Okay. End quote. So now, whatever happened from the summer when the decision was made to sign him to a, if I remember correctly, a two-year deal, we can look that up as we're going on. I think he signed for a two-year deal right around Mm -hmm. 18 or 20 million. Mm -hmm. somewhere around there to now he's out of the rotation. Something doesn't seem right to me, Tate. And the reason it doesn't seem right to me because being a lead guard, point guard myself, Julius Randle seems to be the primary ball handler when I watch the Knicks play. That's an adjustment for any guard when you're three or four, whatever position he, you know, you want to call Julius Randle. When he's handling the ball
0: and starting the break himself, he's setting the pace. Is, he's basically the guard. That, to me, he's a point takes
1: forward. an adjustment for any guard, for any player. Because now you have he,
0: to be off the ball. And Kimba, his whole career has always on been the, on, the on, on the ball.
1: So, to me, something doesn't seem right. Not what's going on with the players on the floor – Something doesn't seem right what's going on with, you know, the style. But more importantly, the philosophy. Because after 20 games, he's out of the rotation. So we'll wait and see. I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Because, you know, I'm a Knicks fan. Yes. You've worn the polo on the show. Yes. I'm a Knicks fan. I love Coach. And they got a great
0: backup point guard, Derrick Rose.
1: Yes, but again, when you make a a move like this and it works, the team and the fans will be like, okay, that guy know what he's doing. Mm -hmm. But I've also seen you do drastic moves like this and they don't work, and then you know what's happened and comes after that. So we'll see what happens. You know, I would like to have seen – them, especially with Kimball because they signed him over the summer. Like,
0: yeah. this Two is years, a... Two $17 million deal.
1: This is a veteran. This isn't like some young player. This is a veteran who's trying to figure out how to come into a team. And let me tell you something, Tate. Let me tell you something here as a veteran. When you come to a veteran team like the New York Knicks who's had success in the playoffs, you're always trying to integrate your game to this team. Because Kimball Walker is not a pass first guard at any stage of his career. Never has been. And you knew that when you signed him, like you said. Yeah. And it's it's like watching Russell Westbrook. It's all of a sudden, you know, I'll I'll give the Lakers credit for saying this. We need Russell to be Russell. That, to me, said a lot about the team saying, hey, man, we're going to figure this out. Mm. You know? Because the Lakers have gone through some rough stretches. But... I will give the leadership there, in particular LeBron James and, and and Anthony Davis, they've all said they need Russell to be Russell. It's like playing in an all-star game. You know, everyone's passing the ball because they're just trying to fit in. Well, Kimber Walker looked like he was trying to figure out how to fit in. And I give him credit for that because anybody who's been traded understands what I'm saying. So we'll see how this works clearly they weren't getting the results or the expectations that maybe internally, maybe this is an internal thing, but it has the potential tape to really turn and turn things quickly. And for all the New York fans out there, hopefully this is the right move, but Kemba is a New Yorker. He's a, he's a, you know, he's a, you know, he, he people in New York like Kemba. Yeah. How could you I mean, not? He's he's had, a, he's had
0: his biggest moments in Madison Square Garden in the Big East tournament, right? Yeah, I mean, so we, uh, hopefully the city has seen him. They, they've seen him shine. Yeah, in that you know they, they, these
1: these these lights aren't too bright for him. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. You know, I was a little surprised when I saw this move, but hey, we'll see how it turns out. New York is
0: currently the 7th seed in the East right now at 11-9. and nine. Kimba is averaging a career low, 11 uh, points per game, 3 assists, 2 rebounds on 24 minutes a game. But like you said, BJ, he's playing a different game. I mean, he's playing off the ball, and that's because Julius Randle has the ball in his hand. and that That is your all-star. Um, if you were the New York Knicks, that is your best player. So um, it, it's a, it's an interesting situation. But then across the bridge, BJ, in Brooklyn, Another big-name star, Blake Griffin, the, the announcement comes out. He's averaging about 5.5 points per game, but now he is officially out of the rotation with the Nets. It, what do we read into that? Because the Nets are like, similar to the Lakers. I mean, they're trying to find their identity because they were the favorites at one point, and now they're, they're trying to get back into that form and figure out what the rotation will look like. But Blake is officially out of the rotation.
1: Well, you know, I've been watching Blake since high school in Oklahoma. And he, he was in the 2007, I think, high school class, which mm-hmm. produced two number one picks, by the way. You know, Derrick Rose and Blake Griffin. And he's been a high flyer, and he's been a player that's been physically, he's really relied on his physical gifts to ascend to the level that he, you know, he ascended to. I mean, he was an all-star you know, when you say Lob City, you know, without question you think of him. Mm-hmm. And he's had some of the more spectacular highlights in the NBA in any era, I might add. And once he sustained that injury, you can see how it really impacted his game. Now, we've seen this steady decline in L.A. And then he was traded to Detroit. And now he is in Brooklyn. And the one thing I will say when I see players force their their way out of one place, it seems to never work. It seems to never work. You know, Blake Griffin forced his way out of Detroit. Now look at it. James Harden forced his way out of Houston. I'm going back to when Dwight Howard forced his way out of Orlando. Mm -hmm, It seems to never work. And... The one thing,
0: I mean, and look at Ben Simmons right now trying yeah, to force Ben Simmons in Philadelphia. Yeah,
1: it, it just seems to never work, you know, and and people will say, well, what about LeBron James? Well, there are exceptions to every rule. I'm not saying it. it I mean, LeBron James <laughs> is an exceptional, exceptional talent. Yes. Okay.
0: He's like probably the only person I mean, that saying, kind of floats or above, or above what would be the standard just, protocol.
1: Yeah, yes. and I know we all, in our egos, we all think that we are the the, the star <laughs> and the key figure, but truthfully, we're not. But I will say this, Blake Griffin has been on this steady decline because age doesn't miss anyone. And the key with Blake is he, he like so many players, as they begin to mature in this league <laughs> with age, we all do, is you have to find ways to reinvent yourself. Somehow, some way, Blake hasn't reinvented himself as of yet, maybe he does.
0: And He showed flashes in the playoffs last year, Garden Giannis. You know what I mean? Yeah, well,
1: you're talking about Garden Giannis. Giannis is averaging, what, 27, 12, and <laughs> 7. Like, what did he do? He held him to 26, 11, and <laughs> yeah. 4. Okay. <laughs> okay. No. No one's going to – That's not the time to be experimenting with your game against Giannis. Mm-hmm. Blake Griffin right now has to have a heart-to-heart conversation with Blake and say, okay, where am I at for real with this? Okay? And as I'm watching Blake, because we've all been there, you know, I've had five or six knee surgeries myself. The hardest thing is your mind is still saying you can, but your body is like, no, you can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Blake, now it's time to get some truth tellers in your life. Where are you for real? Okay? If you're asking me, Blake looks like he's a bench player without question right now. Why? Because he can't play back-to-backs. He can't play 25 to 30 minutes to get the proper rhythm that you need to play at a championship-caliber starting player because it is no secret that Brooklyn is trying to win a championship. He can't be going in and out of the lineup. And, Tate, here's a little nugget. It's easier to play against... The backup players than it is the starting caliber players. Mm. Because of the level of athlete. There's a different level of athlete. There's a different plan against Giannis and playing against, you know, Bobby Portis. Jordan
0: Nwora, whoever is behind
1: Giannis. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Bobby Portis is a really good basketball player, mm-hmm. but that's a different level. Okay. It's a different level of playing against, you know, you're playing against, you know. Uh, Anthony Davis, and then playing against the backup. You know, who I don't even know who the backup is for the Lakers. Okay. So, what I'm saying is he has to have a heart to heart conversation and he's got to figure out what he's able to do. And at this stage, he looks like he is, without question, no more than a 25 minute per night guy. Without mm-hmm. question. That's a 10 to 12 run per half <laughs> with an ice bag in between. Okay. Yeah. That's where he looks like he's at to me. But maybe this is the conversation he has to have with himself, and maybe this is what's going on because it is hard to play. And when you have knee injuries and you sustain a lower extremity injury, you feel off balance. And when I watch him play, he looks off balance to me. Mm. So hopefully he'll figure it out because I still think he can contribute but maybe not in the way or the capacity he feels or he wants to sh- play at. But I still think he can do it if he accepts the fact that he right at this stage of his career, he's a bench player.
0: Mm. And he could lead that unit, that second unit for Brooklyn, and, and they can still go to well, championship I don't run. know if
1: he can lead, but I think he can contribute. Some mm-hmm. nights he may feel good, and you may go, Blake still got it. But he may feel like most of us feel after four, five, six surgeries, Hey, man, I just got to figure out how to do do what I can, just give you what I can give you tonight. But I may feel better after two nights of rest. He may be the guy where the advanced stat guys will go, Blake Griffin is a 16-point scorer on two or three days of rest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? He may be, that's maybe that's where he's at. But that's okay. But at least know where you're at so that you can figure out how to give to the group what you can give them.
0: Quick break to get a word from our sponsor, Direct TV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching your sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the rest of the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Back to Pushing Through. And the Nets are the number one seed still in the Eastern Conference. They're at 14-6. Not the for Bulls. long,
1: not for long, because Giannis is coming.
0: Yes, Giannis has won seven in a row, and the Bucks. Are letting the world know that uh, they are running or trying to run this thing back and uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, I read a beautiful story that a GQ put together um, with Giannis BJ and it, very funny they mentioned him about being the face of the NBA and um, you know he, he basically skirted the question said you know he, he has no interest he asked uh, his wife in the room he said do you want me to be the face of the NBA she said no and started laughing and then he said I'm not the face of the NBA he said that's why you have Harden and LeBron and he listed all the other guys that were, right. that were the face of the NBA but when you talk uh, on pushing through we cut through that noise and number 34 is turning into the face of the NBA and he is he's running again BJ and uh, he is trying to climb that mountain and uh, it's exciting to see because the Bucks look like they're back in form and you mentioned the starters that can go every single night once they get Brooke Lopez back I mean Drew Chris and Giannis they look like that trio they, they look like they're back at it
1: well you know what <clears throat> you know Tate you can see me here I'm going to put my glasses on because I, I I I like to follow, you know, players. And I like to follow kind of the projection because it's one thing to just get on here and on the microphone and just say things, to say it. But you want to say things and you want to support it. Mm-hmm. In 20 games this season, <clears throat> excuse me, Giannis is averaging 27 points a night, 11.8 <laughs> rebounds a night. 5.8 assists a night, shooting 52.6% from the field a night, and he's doing this all in 32 minutes.
0: No, no triple overtime games for Giannis. No, no drawn out. I mean, the, think about how many games, BJ. We've seen the Lakers go to overtime this year. I mean, Giannis <sighs> is getting it done in an efficient manner as he tries to make this climb a, a deep run to win a championship.
1: Okay. And the reason I want to point this out is because, without question, if you know all the basketball fans, if you're following the NBA, Steph Curry right now is the the leading candidate for MVP in the league. Yeah. He's averaging 28.6 points per game, 46.6 percent from the field, 5.8 rebounds a night, and 6.8 assists. And the reason I'm pointing this out is that. Giannis is quietly going about his business. (laughs) You know, when you say MVP right now, two names come out, you know, head and shoulders above the rest. You say Curry, who's leading the league in in points, and Durant is leading, you know, he's right there. I think they're tied at 28.6. Both of those teams are in first place, respectively, in their division. The Warriors have the best record in the league. But Giannis is right there. And not only he's right there, they might be the MVP in the regular season, but Giannis is the best player in basketball. No one prepares you to be the face of an organization. But right now, let me tell you something that the league knows, and they won't say it, but we'll say it here. The league is looking for who's going to be next. Who's going to be next? And it takes more than just putting up great numbers. Mm-hmm. There has to be a certain charisma. There has to be, first of all, you got to want that. You got to accept that. Give LeBron James credit for that. Yes. Give him credit for saying, I want to be the best player in the NBA. and no, he's he carried. took it head on. Yeah, he and went he, and, for and, it. And, he, and he's carried that. He's carried... And he's lived with
0: the results of that, right? I mean, he's lived that life, right? He's
1: carried the responsibility of being the best player in this league Mm -hmm. for over a decade now. Yep. Okay, he's in year 19, and he's still considered one of the best. And depending on who you talk to, they may say he's the best still. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Now, it's interesting to hear your comments about Giannis because this generation, to me, Is different than any other generation before. Because who's next? Who's next right now? Who is the best player after LeBron James right now? Well, I happen to think it's Giannis. Some would say Curry, some would some would say Durant. Yeah, but Curry's in his 30s.
0: Durant's in his 30s.
1: Yeah. So these guys, they're, 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 There's stop gaps. Yeah, but who's going to be the next great player for the next, let's say, five to 10 years? It's not going to be Curry or Durant. Can't be. Steph Curry is in... He's 33. Steph Curry is in this era as a guard where you're saying you don't know when it's going to fall off for you. Because when you get to be 31 to 34 as a guard, it can go either way. (laughs) Okay. It can go either way. Why do I say that? It's because speed and quickness is the one thing that deteriorates with age. These guys are getting faster and faster every year. And I don't know how much longer Steph Curry can hold them off. Yeah. That's just, that's just part of being a small guard. Like that's, that's no disrespect to any any small guard will tell you that that's why when you are taller you can prolong and reinvent yourself like Jason Kidd did when you're a big guard so it's interesting to watch to see who's going to be the next great player the next I think great we know the answer I, I think we know the answer right I mean well if he doesn't want it I didn't read the article. If he doesn't want it, no, no he he wants it. He will. Wa- he's he's to me,
0: BJ. He's playing chess with, with these guys. He well, he has their he has their jerseys in his house. He says that he's the biggest fan of of these guys. But I think at the end of the day, he wants th- to beat them, and he just I mean, and, and he wants well, I to think savor he, the journey. I think
1: he has the talent, but there's more to it than that.
0: I. I I see I I see the more I I think he gets
1: it and he wants I, to be great and I say and I'm gonna say this. You know, it's one thing about Giannis to me that's probably gonna have to happen, and I don't want to say it, but I gotta say it. If he's gonna be that, he probably will have to leave Milwaukee. He's already yeah. He said, he said. that in the article. He said the next challenge might not be here, if he's going to be that. Because with being the best player, Tate, the numbers got to support that you are the you are the best. Okay. The numbers have to support. Oh, this is must see TV. Oh. Giannis has a new shoe dropping. Oh. I got to get the, the the jersey. The new Greek freak. Yeah. Oh, I find this guy interesting. Oh, New York, New York. I, I, I don't know where that is, but I think Giannis, a phenomenal talent. But you know what's interesting? Yeah, it, I think he. What, I think he's interesting.
0: I, what's interesting is is what the future looks like for Giannis. Because like you said, if he signs up, I mean, he's in the cold, he's talked about the cold winners of Milwaukee. He has done something and defied all the odds by bringing them a championship. But Luau, Cinder, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, when he does it in 1973 with, with Oscar Robertson and they, w- they win the championship, you know, he then goes to Los Angeles and he goes to the Lakers and his legacy takes that next step. And that could be a path for Giannis, but it also could be to a place like, MSG we talked about at the start of the show BJ because if you want to be the biggest star in the world in basketball I think if you are starring I mean Michael Jordan wanted to play in MSG I mean he he looked at the Knicks at one point LeBron looked at the Knicks
1: I'm gonna say this and I hope he stays by the way I want to say this I hope he stays in Milwaukee me too I hope he stays in Milwaukee
0: but I, I know what you mean if he's gonna be the but if, if he's, he's gonna be the going, franchise he says, ticket
1: okay if he's gonna be that next okay there's only been one player that has had the next, and he carried the next into the injury. And that was Derrick Rose. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's call it Derrick Rose was Derrick Rose, Jersey. Derrick Rose is an interesting, you know, not Derrick Rose. D Rose is a very interesting character. The D Rose is like a superhero. He's like a Chicago Must see TV. Yeah. Yes, and D Rose brought. The numbers that said we need to put him in primetime slots on Christmas because he's going to get the ratings and more importantly, he's going to perform when those lights are bright. You understand what I'm saying here, Tate? So where is that place for him? Now, here's the interesting thing. If we could talk a little business about the NBA. Mm. Let's talk a little business because you and I understand last week we talked about the basketball business, but then now let's talk about the business of basketball. If Giannis is going to be the next player, the next guy that's up, he's got to affect the business of basketball. What we know and what we've learned since the Jordan era is the following tape. 80% or so, Probably more than that. Eight, let's say 85% of the viewing audience is east of the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. That is significant. Why? Because what we've learned is that the East Coast isn't staying up late to watch, to watch the yeah. West Coast. Mm-hmm. Regardless, because right, what we know, Tate, is that the West Coast only accounts for about 10 to 15% of the viewing audience and we need TV Tate if we're going to be in the business. New York. Okay. Toronto. So what we're what we're saying Tate is the following. We don't know where this next great player is go- we don't know where he needs to be. Because right now we have a championship caliber team in LA. We have a New York team now that's in the playoffs. And the Nets. Okay. Which is a championship. And the last time we experienced like those, you know, those players were in Chicago. Jordan and Derrick Rose. Or I should say the D Rose character. (laughs) Now, we've had great players in Miami. We've had great players in small markets, Oklahoma, all these small markets, Golden State. Mm -hmm. But what we know is that in basketball, they have to be in either one of the following places, LA, New York, or Chicago. Or Boston. Mm. So I think, Tate, is safe to say with television and streaming now that that great player will probably be out east, wherever that needs to be, if they understand the business of basketball. That's all yeah. I want to say about it because we could go on and on. The yeah. business of basketball is demanding that... The eyeballs. Are if going you
0: want if you want to go down as the greatest basketball player of all time, which I you, I sincerely believe that Giannis Antetokounmpo, he may not say it out loud, but I think that he the way that he plays the game and approaches his game, I think the the best move the 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 biggest move he could make to to cement that legacy would be to go to New York. Okay, in my opinion,
1: I will I will say this: if he wants to be the greatest. See, New York is is New York is a is a different animal all into itself. Because you can't go to New York by yourself. Mm-hmm. I think New York is the place you get drafted to. Like Ewing. Okay. New York, if you're going to go to New York, you better go with two or three people. Mm. Why do I say that? Because you're going to have to deflect. You're going to need help in New York. You're going to it's need much, help. In New- it's too much to shoulder on your well, own. It, yeah. it, it, it's just, it's just why? Because every time any team goes to New York, that's the greatest arena ever. Those are the greatest fans ever. Those are the loudest fans. They're <laughs> the most knowledgeable fans. It's just too much if you go there by yourself. Mm-hmm. If he wants to achieve that level of excellence, I think there's only one place to go. Chicago. They got the perfect colors. You can't wear green shoes except on St. Patty's Day. (laughs) You can't wear purple shoes or gold shoes or orange or, yeah. Orange. You can't wear orange shoes. Yeah. But everyone has a pair of black shoes and fashion. You know, there's something rare to give you a little pop. And it's the right city. It's manageable. I'm not saying that because I played there. It's just the right city. New York and L.A. are too
0: much. There's too many distractions.
1: You have to go there. You have to go there. If he goes there, he's better. he better bring two other people with him. Mm-hmm. Like... You know, now that I'm talking it through, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden, they probably should have went to, if they were to go into the Knicks, they could handle that. Mm -hmm. You know, they went to Brooklyn, but if they were to, they could handle that. But if you went to New York by yourself in a rebuild, that's not going to happen. Because one player can't just turn it around. I think Giannis, if he's going to be Giannis, he's got to have the right. Colorway because you, you you have to put him in a in a place where people are gonna want to be him. That's why I respect the fact what the Bucks organization is doing now. They're trying to change their colorways. Gotta get the right colorway. <laughs> I respect that. Just like I saw what Miami tried to do when LeBron came down there. Mm-hmm. I always look at the business of basketball. If he's going to reach his potential, Giannis, Zach Levine, Lonzo Ball, that would be a fun group. It would be must-see TV. It would be exciting. You have a star of stars. You have the right colorway. Giannis comes out with his shoes. It's the right colorway.
0: I mean, what would Michael Jordan do if that decision was, was made? I would love to hear that genuine now, reaction. <laughs> I think D. Rose is already too much for Michael to
1: handle. <laughs> I just think it would be the right scenario. I think it would be the right place for him to reach the business. I'm not saying it's the right place for basketball. It's the right place for the business because the league could now have Chicago and the East Coast market, Chicago and the Lakers, Magic versus Michael, you can have, it just works for the business. And if he's going to be that player. And Milwaukee's pretty close to Chicago. Milwaukee's right right there. there. Milwaukee's Mm -hmm. right there. Now, we'll see. I'm just talking out loud here, but I would love to see him grab that mantle. Because he is that caliber of player.
0: He's going to grab it. I'm excited to watch. You know, I've I've been waiting, BJ, for someone like Giannis to come in and really take it. And it was a beautiful journey because we talked about this with the players, you know. I mean, he went from not the guy to he grew into the guy. And I mean, he's won multiple MVPs there's an argument to be made. He could win an MVP this year. He's on a path. Like you said, he's probably in third place right now by the popular narrative, but he might be first as long as sustain when we're talking about sustainability of what he's putting out right now, um, as we project forward for the rest of the season. So, it's a fascinating conversation. I know Bucks fans don't want to hear that, but they also no, have to have I hope to under, he, I want to say this. Th- these are hypotheticals. We're talking about if we're talking about the business sense, how do you market Giannis okay, nice. to the moon? How do you get the NBA to make the most money domestically in the United States? You know, I I, I would point to New York, but I understand what you're saying about the distract Chicago, it does make a lot of sense because now you have a central point and you get you still have New York and you still have LA to to build off of. Yeah, if so.
1: you're gonna build look, if you're gonna build in New York you got to come in a, as a group. Mm-hmm. You got to come as a group. That's it. That's a different. That's it. That has a different set of problems, unlike any other place in the entire NBA. I mean, look what they did today mm-hmm. or yesterday. Whenever you know, we're talking. I think we talked about it earlier. And
0: it, LA is almost like the Yankees were. You know, once yeah, time, you right? know, it, yeah. It's kind of like the I've already made my name. I've already well, I've already done my thing, and now Laker, I'm coming here.
1: The Lakers. Look, no one gets to the game anyway to the second quarter, right? Yeah. No one gets to the, and no one really, I'm not saying they don't care. No one really focuses in on the Lakers until the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we're the Lakers. We expect to win. We're in the business of championships here. And, and, and LA is just hype and all of those things. And I just think, it's tough to stay up to one thirty at night. The warrior, <laughs> on, the on warriors, the, East Coast.
0: the the warriors were the only team. I think that you know when I was in college, well, the warrior, they, they got they got people to stay up. And okay,
1: watch. the warriors, people love to see things they haven't seen before.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was a novelty. We never okay, seen this. We never so seen someone shoot like this.
1: Small, no, well, small ball was something. Eh, That's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, well, it was just. Yeah, people were trying weird. to disprove it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Uh, small it, it, ball is not work.
1: good. Small ball yeah. is not It's kind of like the analytics. Uh, you can't win just playing offense. Uh, yeah, that's why but, people were watching the Rockets. Yeah. So the, the thing about the Warriors that made them interesting was not only were they shooting the three ball, but people forgot that they were the number one defensive team in the league in that run. They were always. And they're
0: back to it this year.
1: And they were always a top defensive team. So that's what made them interesting was, yeah, they were fun. And by the way, they grinded out too. Mm-hmm. Unlike most offensive teams, they just play offense and think they can score, outscore you. The Warriors actually stop you.
0: Yeah, and we should point out as we're talking about the Warriors, they play the Phoenix Suns tonight, and I think those are the two. Whoa. In my opinion, those are the two best Whoa. teams in basketball right now. BJ, and, nah. uh, they Whoa. sixteen wins in a row for the Phoenix Suns. By the way, sixteen in a row.
1: Well, I can oh. tell you this: I like that <laughs> Suns McGee. team. You know, yeah, I, I like that, that team. You too. know, I like that Suns team. And they're playing I like better.
0: Williams, I think he's the coach of the year. So far, Steve Kerr would, would be in that Steve conversation Kerr, as well. Steve
1: Kerr in that conversation. Monty Williams is in that conversation. Both of these teams are excellent defense. I don't know where they're ranked. They're like one and two, right? I think the Warriors yeah. are one, right? Yeah, and then Phoenix is three, I believe. Phoenix is three. So they're in the top five. Phoenix, they have shot blockers. Both of these teams have incredible talent. Devin Booker, you know, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Chris Paul. They have excellent talent. But there's one thing, one area, I think the Suns are better. They have depth. Mm-hmm. I think they have depth. And I'm really excited about this game. But more importantly, I think Phoenix has a little chip on their shoulder. Me
0: too. I think they're trying to let the world know that, hey, we actually run the West, um, in case you forgot, and, and uh, it'll be fun to see. I
1: think this will be an excellent game. Me too. You know, And I think it'll be one of the games that the players, you don't have to get them fired up to play. <laughs> and I think Phoenix wants to set the record straight that they are the best team. I, it, I'm expecting Phoenix to come out and really set the tone here and say, we're for real.
0: And BJ, uh, you want to keep it between the lines. I got a good thing for you to watch in this game. I think Bridges, Mikael Bridges is going to pick up Steph Curry full court.
1: Well, I like the fact that they have a number of guys that can run at Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the secret weapon is getting contributions for what no one talks about. And Mikael Bridges was one of those guys last year that, yeah, you know, I I liked him, but I was like, oh, wow, he's a really, really good player. You know, they they have Jay Crowder. They could throw at him. But mm-hmm. there's a player who's not even in the rotation right now who I think would be an excellent, and that's Alfred Payton. This is a very, very deep team. And I think without question, you know, our good friend JaVale McGee is over there who's been playing terrific. Yeah, Aiton
0: and McGee. I mean, they don't, the, the Warriors in the playoffs, playoffs. are going to have to wait. They're going to have to hope Wiseman,
1: right, can match up with Aiton Well, and that's McGee. unfair to Wiseman. Wiseman is a young—he's still a rookie, more or less. He's but, seven uh, feet, but he can't match up with those so, two so who? So who is the answer well, for the Warriors? The, the answer is Draymond Green. That's been their answer and, for the last— And lab. go small with Draymond. The, the, yeah. Their answer has been Draymond Green. That's their answer. Now— Will Draymond be able to sustain that against two athletic seven-footers who are capable of dominating on the defensive end? Okay. Speed and quickness deteriorates with age. Size and length doesn't. They are going to be seven feet for forty-eight minutes. Steve Kerr is going to your move. Are you going to put Draymond there for forty minutes? Are you going to try to get something out of Wiseman? Are you going to put Kevon Looney there for a little? I don't know, but it's your move. Because let me tell you this. JaVale McGee and and, uh, DeAndre DeAndre Ayton are going to get alley-oops, and they're going to cause problems for the Golden State Warriors. I agree. Because... Chris Paul is going to break the defense down
0: No, Yeah, it, it, it kind of reminds you of like the 2013-2014 Clippers with Chris Paul and Lob City a little bit with, so, the, with these two So guys. I don't know what's
1: going to give. I don't know what's going to give because because they can shoot. In addition to being a great, you know. Pick and roll be, team. Be yeah, yeah, they can they, 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 they have can shoot. Cam Johnson, yeah, Cam Payne, all they, these guys can shoot. North Carolina guy, I might add. North Carolina guy. <laughs> they, they, they can shoot. So I think it's going to be a great chess match. I'm interested to see. I think... This game means more to Phoenix than it does to Warriors Mm -hmm. because Phoenix wants to set this record straight. We're here. Hey, guys, we we were in the NBA finals, not the Warriors. The Warriors weren't even in the playoffs last year. Yeah. And we've already crowned them. Coming out of you know, the, and,
0: and we have to stretch sixteen wins in a row is is no joke and and the Bucks have won seven in a row. The the conversation, the two number one seeds, are the Nets and the Warriors, obviously, but the real conversation that we're having on pushing through is about the the teams that were just in the championship and, and they look like they're back in form right. and they're making a run right now and they're trying so,
1: to remind people, like you said. So I'm 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 excited. I'm glued to the TV. Maybe we can do a little watch along tonight, Tate. If you're not busy. Because I, like I got to be, I've, I'm all over this game.
0: Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh, one last thing, BJ. I want to shout out. We just put out our five star project, The World of Five. Congratulations,
1: star. congratulations.
0: Yeah, we we got we got it off the ground. Uh, myself, Midas. Um, we didn't even know, BJ. I don't know if you saw this. LeBron James was an executive producer. We found that out with the oh, launch show. <laughs>
1: the that, guy's everywhere. The guy's everywhere. everywhere.
0: <laughs> I don't know where he came from, but all of a sudden he was out <laughs> there in front of it. So I appreciate him, hey, uh, hey. you know, helping us out with the release. And uh, we were very excited. You went to five-star, BJ. You you lived that life back at, back once upon a time. So, uh, you know, we, we appreciate you talking to us about the game. And uh, it, it's a fun story to tell. Congratulations. And, uh, and uh, yeah. uh,
1: hey, I'm really looking forward to it. And uh this is great man. So you guys worked hard on that and yeah. I can't wait to see it. I need I need no distractions when I see it. I got I, yeah, I let's break it down. Let's break yeah, it down. let's
0: break it let's break it down. We'll talk about that uh we got two, you know, we've released two. We got two coming out next Monday and then the final two uh the the following Monday. So uh yeah, again, the world of five star. This has been pushing through BJ anything else before we get out of here?
1: Winning water, my friend.
0: We got to make waves. We will see you later in the week. <laughs>